just like that, it's the end of another week, and just like that, it's another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gamison. Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you, and once again, folks, we are going to the movies. Uh, today, we are going to talk about the movie Priceless, and this movie stars Joel Smallbone uh, as the main character, and I wish I had the characters in front of me. Um, I need to do a better job of doing that when I do these movie reviews. But uh, And his brother Ben um, is the director, and I believe um, the Smallbones wrote the story. This is a story that is dealing with the um, horrific issue, but re- very real issue of human trafficking, and it was a very good film. Um, so I'm looking forward uh, to digging into it. And discussing it a little bit with my co-host Adam here. So, um, why don't you give us our quote of the day, and then we'll go right into the trailer from there. And this actually comes from the movie Priceless. With a little push, an ordinary man can do extraordinary things. We're all on a journey. But it seems somewhere along the way I took a wrong turn. So many regrets, so many mistakes. But I want to stay with you, Daddy. And then it happened. And I never even saw it coming. Look, beat. What are you hauling? I'm nothing, really. Now, why would you have to go through all that? You're just hauling nothing. I just for once wanted to do the right thing. We want to thank you for helping us. You want to be here. I want to be a singer, like Taylor Swift. Do you like Taylor Swift? No. <laughs> Did I fail them? That's all. There's no luck, huh? Did I do what needed to be done? Hey, the, the girls, where are you taking? It's not your problem. Happy trails. You obviously know something about this, then help me. Well, if you're hearing a little voice that's telling you to stay, that there's a larger hand at play here, then you might want to listen to that voice. These girls don't belong to you. Those girls don't belong to anyone. You go down this road, you can't go back to normal life again. There's some bad dudes who are going to kill you. My friendship comes at a cost. This is not what love looks like. I want to shut this thing down. How could you just leave us? You have to trust me. That work is broken for you. I'm gonna make this right. All right, so now you've heard the trailer, and um, I had actually wanted to review this a while back when it was first coming out, but I didn't get to it, and my brother informed me that it was available on Amazon Prime, so I watched it um, recently, and I I am gotta say it it was very worth your while to watch. It's hard to call it entertaining because of the subject matter, mm. but it was very well done, very well acted. 
Um, and there were, um, I don't even, I don't even know if there were any moments that I could call real levity, but it was just, it was a very sober, um, movie. And basically the plot is that James Stevens lost his wife and he kind of has given up hope on living and, um, he, he's unable to hold a steady job because of his depression. And so he takes this deal from a friend, from an acquaintance of his, I don't know if it's a real close friend, but a, an acquaintance of his to drive a truck across the country. Now the truck is already locked when he gets there. He's not told what the cargo is. Um, and he's just told, you know, you need to go take this trip. Well, it happens that he ends up falling asleep, driving off the road, and then he realizes after he's driven off the road that there's screaming inside the back of the truck, and he breaks the lock, opens it up, and finds these girls. Well, unfortunately, uh, he just thinks they're there because they just got to America, and they're going to a, to a job, which is what they think. Mm. And then he realizes after he drops them off that they got tangled up into um, sex trafficking. And so he spends the remainder of the movie trying to rescue them from that environment. And it's a really moving movie. Um, there's a lot of dramatic stuff in it. Um, and I would recommend it probably for older teens on up like 16 and up or 17 and up because of the content. But I thought it was a very good movie. So curiosity then out of all this. So what are, what are your general thoughts of the movie? I know you explained a little bit, but what are your general thoughts after that whole plot line? Well, my, my first thought is, um, you know, it's hard to believe this is, this really happens here in the U S because you like to think about it as something that's that's totally removed from where you live or where your sisters live, more importantly, almost. Yeah. But then you realize, um, you know, I've heard stories on the Internet about creepy guys at Walmart or whatever. And even though it's a fictional story, it says right in the beginning that it's based on true stories. Like, it's kind of a composite of different true stories. And uh, so just thinking about it in those terms and just the whole tenor of the film is kind of dark and foreboding, even though he finds hope in helping these girls to be rescued. Um, so again, it's one of these movies kind of like the passion of the Christ where, like I said, it's hard to call it entertaining, but, but for the re for the important reasons that I've already kind of outlined, it's an important movie for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what would you say are some off that positive things about the movie? Um well positively he really you really see a growth in the character because he like I said, it starts out with him in depression and just really not dealing well with the death of his wife and he leaves his daughter with her grandma while he goes on this cross country journey and he's just not in a good space to have her with him. Um, and he knows that. 
So at least he has the foresight to leave her with his grandma, with her grandma. But you just see um, how much he's hurting. And I think that probably hit home for him too, is that this could be his daughter. As a matter of fact, he has a dream. Well, he's trying to decide what to do. He has a dream that they are taking his daughter. Mm. And that's really what propels him to go with the final distance of trying to, um, trying to find out how to end this. And the thing is, he went to a, to a sheriff's deputy and the sheriff's deputy was very, um, didn't take him very seriously. Well, come to find out that the sheriff's deputy was, was a customer of these creeps. And so that was why he wasn't taking it seriously. So then he, he doesn't go to further law enforcement, which he probably should have done. He kind of takes the vigilante approach. I'm going to deal with this on my own. But he meets up, and he meets up with his friend Dale, who has already lost his daughter to prostitution. She has died because of because of getting involved with these characters or hmm. characters like them. So they work together to to fight this crime, and it's. Uh, as I said, a very moving, moving film. So swinging the pendulum to the other side, would you say there's any negatives about this movie or all thumbs up? Well, the thing that I, um, the thing that I always look for, and I know part of it's because I'm a preacher, yeah. um, <laughs> but I always look for the gospel mm. in these films mm-hmm. and I feel like it was hinted at, but it wasn't directly addressed. So I would have liked to have it directly addressed. But one thing I do appreciate is that toward the end of the movie, he has a ministry to people that are in prostitution. And he actually um, pretends to solicit a girl so that he can take her with him and then tell her that she's valuable and she doesn't have to do this anymore. Mm. And... I just I want to get that message out to as many people as I can on this podcast. Um, I think we all struggle with our intrinsic value at times, but I want to especially tell my sisters in Christ who are listening: you are valuable. You are priceless. Um, the song that was played in the trailer is "Priceless" by for King and Country. If you get a chance, YouTube that song. And listen to it. And maybe if you're struggling with your value, listen to it on repeat. Um, the Small Bones came up with the story. They didn't write the script, but they came up with the story. They produced the movie. Joel was a star. And it's because they have a passion for this issue. And you can tell that passion uh, in the acting job. You know, sometimes when you have somebody that's famous for another thing... Singers want to be actors, actors want to be singers, all that jazz. And you and you kind of get this thought that, oh, they just had this guy do it to sell this movie. Right. But he's not really that good. Mm-hmm. I, I think Joel nailed this role. I think the passion that he had for the story came out as he did it. And, um... And I also got to see another actor that I'm kind of familiar with and a totally, total... Role reversal from what um, I've seen him do in other characters. So that is a really interesting dynamic, too, just to see that someone has range. 
Um, and so, so that's what I would say. It could have been a little bit more specific on the gospel and why we have value. We have value because we're created in the image of God. We have value because Jesus died to redeem us. So, so I haven't seen the movie personally, so this is good to get a little more info on it. So let's talk a little bit about characters. What would you say was your favorite character in the movie? Um, that would be because because main characters are out, right? <laughs> That'd be an that, obvious. That would one. be Dale. Dale is the guy that that kind of picks up on what he's doing before he realizes what he's doing. He sees the oh. empty truck, and he kind of gets this idea that that's what it's about. And then when he realizes what happened, um, he's like, well, I got to do something. And so then Dale agrees to help him because, and then later on in the movie, it comes out that he lost his, um, daughter to pimps Hmm. and they took her to life. And so he was really passionate about this and he ends up, you know, Paying the ultimate sacrifice for for what goes on in the remainder of the film, and so I would just say, watch this film and realize that there's a very real threat out there. Um, and this, incidentally, is why I'm such a protective guy. The girls that I know know that I'm protective. I'm the kind of guy that if I Spend time with you. I will um, walk you out to your car before I leave you. I will ask for you to text me when you get home. I do this for my. I do this sometimes with my guy friends as well, but most most often with my girlfriend, with my friends that are girls and my um, sisters, I insist on those type of things because I know what kind of world we live in. Unfortunately. And so if you ever think of me as overbearing or overprotective, these scenarios that are very realistic are why. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Least favorite character. Who would that be on your list? Um, Well, let me see if I can get his name here. But the kind of the head of the prostitution ring or the, the pimp, he was called Garo. He was definitely my least favorite because there was another guy that was kind of following along with him, I think more because he was intimidated than that he really wanted to be evil. But uh, obviously he had a choice to make too, but Garo was definitely the least favorite. Mm. Um, Boy, so this is obviously a very deep movie, a very moving movie. What would you say through all of it was like the biggest lesson you took away from the film, Andrew? Well, I think I think the biggest lesson, one of the biggest lessons is in the beginning of the film, he's depressed because he's thinking about his life mm-hmm. and what he's going through. And I think you learn that as you, as you take a sense of responsibility for other people's happiness, for other people's welfare, then your issues pale. In comparison, he lost his wife. I think she, I don't know how she died. It just says that she died. It might have mentioned it, but it's slipping my mind how she died. But his whole dwelling was on that. Then when he had somebody else to care for, uh, 
his life turned around because he wasn't focused on his own maladies and he realized that by comparison, what he was suffering in some ways was nothing compared to what they were going through and what his daughter had the potential to go through. So I think it's it's about perspective. It's about um, realizing that other people are fighting battles that you don't know anything about. And it's about when you, when you, when you focus on doing for others, your life takes on a whole new meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a future that he didn't know anything about. In the beginning of the movie, he's just driving a box truck across the country, and then his life is forever changed. So, again, I I wholeheartedly recommend this movie. I give it a solid. Say drum roll. Uh, I give it a solid four stars. Four out of four stars. Wow! Wow! So, so um, I hope that um, more movies are made of that quality that make you think like that because that's what we need. Amen. So, um, and again, uh, it's like I said, it's hard because this isn't a popcorn and. Right. And milk duds with your friends. Movie. Yeah, this not a Friday a, night pizza a, movie. This is a serious movie to talk, to to watch and then have conversations about how you can help. They have information about, um, I think it's called The Priceless Project or something like that. I'll make sure to get the website right for the blog post for this particular episode. But basically they have a way that you can get a little bit more involved in helping with the group homes and stuff that they are establishing to help people that are in this lifestyle. So make sure that you avail yourself of that as well. I need to do that myself to look at that. Um, and I would just encourage you, uh, if you have Amazon prime, uh, hopefully it's still there when you hear this podcast. If for some reason it's not, um, Definitely buy it and give support to this wonderful project and watch it and have life-changing discussions with your family and friends. That's all I have for you today, but I would just say to you, have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 